Do you dread going to your child's IEP meeting? Do you wish that there was something you could do now that could help you as the new school year begins? Well, today we're going to talk about that in our topic, Summer IEP Prep. Welcome again, families, to another episode of Thriving Special Families. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford, and I'm so glad to be here with you today because it is summer, and I know that there are some things you're thinking about, and IEPs are probably not one of them, but I know that if you can start implementing some of these tips, you're going to have a great school year, or at least a better school year when your child starts back at school. So again, I'm your host, Crystal Sanford, and we talk about all things that are related to your parenting experience when you're parenting a child with unique needs. Um, Always know, parents, that the information that is shared here on Thriving Special Families is for your informational purposes only. Please, if you are in need of legal or medical advice, do contact a professional in that area. And then lastly, know that our show is sponsored by Sanford Autism Consulting. Feel free to contact us at sdautismhelp.com. So again, our topic is summer IEP prep. So, you know, moms, dads, caregivers, I know that sometimes the IEP process can be challenging uh, for our kiddos with unique needs. And so if you're like me, you like to do what you can to try to prep and um, and hopefully have uh, an experience that is meaningful so that you're moving forward with your child's education. So I want to give you a few tips today. It's going to be quick. Normally, I'm interviewing people, but today I just wanted to come to you to give you some tips because, again, I know that if you can start implementing some of these things that, that maybe you haven't done, you're going to really start off the year right when it comes to your child's IEP. So let's get started. Number one is it's summertime and you can start by organizing or maybe creating an IEP binder. All right. So how many parents out there, caregivers out there have an IEP binder? Okay, maybe, maybe not. Uh, But this is something that can be really, really helpful. You know, and these these days you could even do it digitally. You could Have a space on your computer where you save and organize your child's IEPs. Or you could do it old school like myself and you could actually buy a huge three ring binder with those dividers and start putting in those copies of your child's IEP. How many times have you been in a situation where you wondered, man, where is that IEP? Someone's asked you a question or you've thought about something and you couldn't even Think of where your child's IEP was. Well, that's why having this binder is super helpful. So again, either a huge three ring binder where you are putting in your paper copies and not just the IEP that you got at the meeting, because sometimes that's not, that's a draft. So when you can get that final copy of the IEP, putting in those copies of the final IEP, and if you don't have the final one, then this is something that you can, you know, start emailing your team about this summer, and they'll get that so that they can send you that final copy and putting it in, dividing it by the year, and having that information ready. In addition, adding in those assessment reports if it was a three-year evaluation. You could do the same thing on your computer, having a, a folder and then some subfolders where you could organize it. It Just having it at your fingertips can be super helpful as you're navigating special education for your child during the school year. So you can start this summer by organizing or creating your child's IEP binder. 
Second tip, you can this summer start developing your parent input statement. Now, you know, I'm an advocate, I'm a special needs uh, parent as well, and I'm a speech pathologist. And this is something that I really share a lot with my uh, parents that I serve is that parent input statement. So often parents are struggling to find their voice and to have their voice be heard within their child's IEP. And this is one great way to do this. So a parent input statement is a simple, either, you know, paragraph, couple paragraphs. I always recommend nothing longer than a page that is a synopsis of who your child is, what is your vision for your child this year. And again, I always say be succinct, maybe adding bullet points to keep it succinct, but let's looking at who's your child and their strengths and their challenges, um, what works for them right now, what are they into, what are their goals, what top two things, three things do you want to address this school year, and then how you can be contacted. That is basically your parent input statement. And that is something that can be added into your next IEP. And so you can have this summer, take your time. You don't have the pressure of, you know, IEP meeting is coming up and trying to do it the night before, but you can take some time this summer to to create that parent input statement. And again, if you're just uh, uh, jumping in here, I'm Crystal Sanford, your host here at Thriving Special Families with a special um, show today on summer IEP prep. And we're discussing four tips to help you prepare for a great school year for your child with unique needs. So our first tip was create, organize that IEP binder. And next is develop that parent input statement, maybe a paragraph or two, no longer than a page where you are succinctly sharing your thoughts, who your child is, what your vision for your child is, what your child uh, wants to do potentially for the future what works, what doesn't work, what are your top things you want to work on with for your child this school year and how you can be contacted. Now, often there's a space in that IEP where it says parent concerns and maybe they the team wants to give you a sentence or two to put in there. And that can be intimidating uh, when a team asks you for your parent concerns in the middle of the meeting. And that's why I say, take this time this summer, draft this, go through this, you know, work on it and develop your statement. And then you have it, you can have it as a PDF and you can have it that it can be easily attached to your child's IEP. So then you have to worry about trying to squeeze all those words in to that one small section that can be so intimidating. It makes you not even want to say anything because you're like, well, I can't, how many words can I put in there? And the team sometimes makes you feel bad about trying to put too many words there. So to avoid that, to, you know, to go beyond so that that's not an issue, you can go ahead and develop this parent input statement. You can have it as a PDF and they can easily attach it to your child's IEP. And that really should help support and be the vision for your child's IEP. And everyone on the team should be working towards uh, those goals that you're stating there in that parent input statement. So that can be pretty powerful in making sure that your voice is a part of your child's IEP. All right. Tip number three, parents, is requesting an IEP meeting. All right. So the new school year starts. Potentially your child has new members on the team. 
Maybe they've got a new case manager. Maybe some things have changed for your child over the summer. Who knows? But if you're like me, maybe your child's IEP isn't due until May or June, or maybe it's not due until, you know, the spring, January. And so that could mean that you're not having any kind of in-person contact or significant contact with your team for months. And sometimes if you know some things have changed about your child, you know, parents, sometimes our kiddos have struggles that are, you know, they vary, things change. Maybe this is not hard. Now a new thing is hard. Something happened over the summer, whatever. Maybe you want to be able to address those issues and make sure that your child is set up for success for the new school year. Then by law, you have the right to request an IEP meeting. So this might be something that you do when school starts, right? So I'm giving you some prep work so that you you be prepared to do this, you know, the first week of school. You can request an IEP meeting in writing because, you know, if it's not in writing, it never happened, parents. So put it in writing. You could request an IEP meeting if you know there's some things going on that you need to address with your team. It's not going to be meaningful to try to go back and forth by email, you can request an IEP. And then by law, the team has to respond to you within 30 days by scheduling an IEP meeting to address your concerns. So just know that you have the right to request an IEP meeting at any time of the year. It doesn't have to be the date that your child's IEP is always due. In some cases, I recommend if your child's IEP isn't due until May, maybe you need to have one in October. And then you revisit and have the one that's typically due in May. So that's just an, an idea for you, an option for you. Again, it can help to set the year right. We know, you know, if you have the IEP earlier in the school year, you just can be just a reminder to the teachers, to the team members about your child's goals, about your expectations. It gets everybody on the same page. So that really might be something you want to consider. All right. Tip number four. Our last tip is record your IEP meeting. Now, this isn't necessarily as much summer prep as it is. You can be preparing this summer though. And so I'm gonna say that maybe it is summer prep because you can be preparing this summer by either finding a digital recorder, good old school digital recorder that you could find at your local Best Buy or Amazon or wherever that you could use to record your child's IEPs. Or you may use an app. And so you could take some time this summer to find the app that works for you. And there are several out there now that will actually record and transcribe. And so it can be really powerful to have a recording of what happens in an IEP meeting. Sometimes teams say things that they don't plan to say. Sometimes things come out that, you know, you weren't expecting and it could, and so you want to have that documented, right? And so recording it is one way to do that. However, it could just be that you want to have a recording so that you can have a space to read it, uh, re, you know, re-listen to it, make sure you didn't miss anything. IEP meetings can be totally overwhelming. And so by having a recording, you can always go back, listen, you know, make sure that, you know, you have clarity there before you sign that document. So this summer, you can take your time to either buy a digital recorder, 
review uh, one of the apps that are out there to record your child's IEP and maybe even provide a transcription. And then you're ready to do that recording uh, when the next time you have an IEP meeting. Now, I will say this caveat that in California, where I'm based, uh, parents have the right to record an IEP meeting as long as they give their team a minimum of 24 hours notice. Every state has different uh, rules in regards to that. So I'd encourage you to, to confirm with your state uh, what is uh, acceptable and what's the law in, con- in conjunction with that. But uh, you can definitely inform your team that you will be interested in recording and then let them know. I'm sure that they'll be able to tell you um, if that is uh, something that that, you know, they can do. And you can always check with your state uh, board of education to uh, under special education to see what the rules are there for recording your IEP. But um, from uh, from my research and my reading, um, I know that it is um, something that can be requested, even if your state doesn't have a specific uh, law regarding that. It can always be requested. Um, And so um, these are our four tips, parents. Summer IEP prep, doing some things now, simple things now that are going to make a big impact and help you start the school year right for your child's IEP. So remember, create and organize that IEP binder. You're going to thank me for that. Um, Develop your parent input statement, all right, that vision statement for your child for this year. Also, requesting an IEP meeting if needed at the beginning of the school year, that first, you know, 30, 45 days, and then potentially recording your IEP meeting and doing some prep work to uh, research and find out if you can record and make that request to record your meeting. All these tips can be powerful as you negotiate and navigate the IEP process. So parents, again, this is Crystal Sanford of Sanford Autism Consulting and your host here at Thriving Special Families. I'm always here for you parents. If you need any help, always feel free to reach out at thrivingspecialfamilies at gmail.com. Also check out our website, SD, like San Diego, autismhelp.com. All right, parents, always remember that you're going to be okay and your child's going to be okay too. Have a great one. 